Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into this special midweek episode of Swift Kick in the Soul, uh, what we'd like to call our Corona Extra episode. <laughs> um, we know you guys are all cooped up in your homes. Uh, hopefully you are being good citizens and trying to mitigate this outbreak as much as possible. So in an attempt to relieve your boredom and possible feelings of cabin fever, we thought we'd give you just a little bit uh, to chew on here in the middle of the week. Uh, this is an impromptu discussion we had before we recorded episode four, so I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, so, uh, <clears throat> in its broadest sense, Torah, well, in its narrowest sense, when, you, when a, a rabbi says Torah, they mean um, the five books of Moses. Hmm. Okay, right? so that's right. That's the Torah. Gotcha. Um, uh, that is one third of the Hebrew Bible. Um, you have the Torah, and then you have the prophets, in Hebrew, Nevi'im, prophets, and then you have the writings. Things like chronicles, psalms, proverbs, um, some of the historical writings that aren't necessarily prophetic, Ezra, Nehemiah, those things. And that's all part of the Torah? That, it, that, those three things are the Tanakh, the ah, Hebrew Bible. Tanakh. Right, the Hebrew Bible. 24 books, I think, right? Okay. 22 books, whatever it is. Um, I guess I should know that, but I it mean, doesn't you, really you matter. Know, I do not it know. It really doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> Uh, I believe me, I've read it. I, I, I do you believe go. you. I have. I, yeah, I'm inclined to believe <clears throat> um, you on that. Uh, so, uh, but the first five books, right? Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Those five are unique. They're the foundational Torah. So Torah can mean those five. Torah can mean the whole of the Hebrew Bible. Oh. Torah can mean Jewish wisdom. Gotcha. Hey, Rabbi, give me a word of Torah. I see, right. I mean, tell, me a, tell me something of you know, Jewish wisdom, value, rabbinics. It could be anything. Gotcha. It could be something modern. Right? You, you could be, you know, hey, I, was just, I just read a Jewish poem last week about, um, and it ref, you know, it, usually it has some deeper reference to classical sources, Bible, Talmud. Yeah. But not necessarily. It can, just, can, it can be, just mean wisdom. Right, right, right. Because the root, uh, Hebrew is a root language. So you have um, every every Hebrew word has a three-letter root. Oh, okay. Some are four. There's four-letter roots. But for the 90% uh, is three-letter root. Uh, three letters which compose the root of the word. And depending on how you conjugate the word, uh, it has varieties of meaning. So Torah is, um, it means teaching. Uh, Zotah Torah, this is the teaching which Moses gave, right? Okay. It's, it, uh, to say this is the Torah that Moses gave isn't really translate that word. Um, this is the teaching is usually how it's translated. Um, however you understand teaching. Mm. Um, so a, a teacher is a moreh, Torah, you can hear the similarity in the words, Definitely, right? Definitely, yeah. Uh, they Torah. share a, they share a root. So um, uh, I would be a more, mm -hmm. mora for a female, okay. more, mora, um, and Torah. You. Um, so does Torah have a female connotation as well? Um, 
Just well, listening uh, to all those two of words. Uh, Hebrew is a is a gendered language. Okay, right. Uh, almost completely. Uh. Uh, the first person um, uh, can be uh, n- non-gendered, but it's it's almost never. I mean, it's 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 a very gendered language. So both um, uh, actions and individuals are conjugated by gender, mm. and objects have genders. So and uh, objects genders affect the way you make plurals, right? So Torah, Torot, you know, plural is ot. Um, that indicates male or female. Oh. Im neviim prophets, uh, Torot teachings. Wow. Okay. Um, so so the whole language has. Um, uh, I would say something one way, and a, a female would say it. It, you, you would recognize that it's the same, but the endings and the uh, suffixes uh, stuff would, would be different. Sure, sure. Lots of, lots of different languages right. are gendered like that. I, Correct, I know this from right. high school Spanish class. That's right. It's very, <laughs> it's very much like Spanish, yeah. where things and colors and objects, right, a, a table and a chair and a boat and a house are all gendered. Mm. When, you, you, when you describe them, it's las or los. Yeah, that's right. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us are familiar with that. This is interesting that we're talking about this because obviously, um, you know, what what we're talking about to our listeners isn't necessarily about always Judaism, but it's so nice to get a little bit of background yeah, on some of these terms. Um, well, it's the truth is, Marshall, it's one of the reasons I really, um, I think our conversations are, are, are so good uh, and I enjoy them so much is um, we're talking about some of those things uh, and... Uh, you're not somebody who already knows and is you know signed up for my uh, Judaism 101 class. <laughs> no, so no. it's a, it's really um, it's enjoyable to share it um, uh, uh, with you and, and through those fresh eyes. Well, thank you. It's mm-hmm. enjoyable for me, really. I I really do love being a part of this. So let's get into it, right? Yeah. Let's, okay. Are you ready to do this? <clears throat> well, no, because um, uh, that was all a, a side distraction. We can keep recording a little bit, but okay. Um, about uh, how to start. Oh, yeah, how to start. Right, so I was going to say, like, one of the ways is to start with the Torah, right? Mm. You know, that led us down the the road of grammar in Torah, Um, which is, you know, just start talking about fists and making a fist. Right, let me, can can I pause you? Sure. Let me give the show an intro so we can kind of, like... Okay, sure. You know, is that okay? Unless this is not part of the show. Uh, No, this is not really part of the show. Okay. This was just... um, um, I, I realize that the previous conversation, like, unless unless you want to say like uh, the conversation about how to start is how we're going to start. Well, right? that's I mean, it's a, a little more conversation, a little more storytelling. Um, it's cool, but at some point, I want to be like, I want to. Yeah, give no, it some I intro. wanted to start the the other way. I'm thinking to start is um, <clears throat> I was reading in that uh, podcast book um, that Carmen suggested. Actually, she didn't suggest it. She got it for me. She said, um, that's right. read this. Like she's, not like, she's not like, oh, I suggest She's this. not a she's suggester. Like, she's read a, it. Here yeah. it is. Read it. Yeah. I supplied it, and I'm telling you what to do. <laughs> I love that about right. Carmen. So um, I'm being a good student in that way. Excellent. Um, I, I read a piece this morning. Um, it said something about storytelling, right? And um, what story am I telling? You know, how in 10 words? He has this whole thing about 10 words to describe the whole bigger story. Mm-hmm. Um how would I describe this story that I want to tell? Like, okay, I'm going to tell Marshall a story today. Mm-hmm. It's a story about me, right? It, it, it's um, it's not a fictional story or a story about a high jumper. Um, right. It's a story about me um, and how I came to uh, teach people about making fists. 
Mm. Right? Yeah. Um, I kind of like the storytelling way. The storytelling um, the, way? Yeah. It, it's um, the, the, the rabbi in me says, well, just start talking about making a good fist. You know? Yeah. Uh, but I think that might be a little cold, a little cold start. I think it is. I think people, through. you know, that that's why we enjoy movies and mm-hmm. books, things like that. If we didn't need the story to sometimes lead us to the truth, there would just be people going, hey, don't, you know, be good to your neighbor. Duh, here's the morals. Forget, right. it's, forget it's, the it's, details. It would be a technical manual. Yeah, exactly. Is, we're not making a technical manual about uh, punching. There, there are already, there are, already there are many of those things. Yeah. Um, uh, the other way I thought about starting, which I, I don't think we should do, but um, is... Um, is talk more self-defense philosophy. Uh, that's a great place to start, I think. Um, but maybe I'll, that'll be part of the story. Okay. Right? I'll, I'll well, work that into know. the story about yeah. me, like how how I came to teach that to kids. Mm. Huh. That's pretty good. Right. I mean, how, did you, how did you arrive at that place? Because yeah, we all need to arrive at the same right. p- piece of knowledge you're trying to do, distill to us. Right. Well, maybe the question that we're asking. Um, well, here was my 10-word description i think i wrote it down even um this is good this i don't really this isn't really part of the episode um, that's fine even if it is part of the well we might we might take some uh, of this early information and splice it in um yeah that would be that would be fine if it fits um I, i wrote it down i think um i said how i how i learned um to teach about prayer by learning how to uh, throw a good punch i think that was that was the the way I summarized it. Uh, that's what happens when you keep things not in order. A rabbi learns how to teach about prayer by learning how to punch. Wow. Every, not every rabbi, certainly. <clears throat> no. Um, but here's the thing is, I don't really want it to all be, I don't want it to be so much about prayer um, as much as prayer is going to be a metaphor for any anything you want to do better. Right. Right. Which is kind of the... Something you want to reveal. It's going to be... Prayer is going to be a metaphor for uh, self-revelation. That's interesting. Well, we were... In previous episodes, we've kind of been talking as physical discipline as a metaphor for how to get better at prayer. So we're kind of flipping... If You know, it seems to me like we're Um, sort of like turning that on its head. Well, yes. And it goes to... um, uh, it goes to uh, something we talked about at that very first lunch, which is how martial arts um, informs your spiritual knowing. Right. That's really what we're talking mm-hmm. about. How martial arts informs, informs your spiritual knowing. Right. How I how I discovered that. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. That's what. Yeah. That's the story. Um, and how uh, really the story that I'm hinting at is how unsuccessful. Um just trying to explain it to people was Mm. how an intellectual approach was inadequate and not even just an ecstatic spiritual approach was inadequate, but a physical experience, a physical approach was actually the, for me, the trigger to help explain, to help convey. Okay. Okay, cool. Thanks for listening, everyone. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you're all staying as healthy as possible and we wish our world a speedy recovery. Please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to communicate with us at rabbi at halalnori.com. We'd love to hear from you.